As I'm scraping out this episode and look in my bedroom, I doubt that I'm the right person to be talking about being organized. There are clothes lying all around, my desk is a mess, my computer is full of waste and I think it has reached the point where I need to do something against it. So let's get to it. Hey friends and welcome back or if it's your first time here, hi my name is Maria, I'm a 16 year old student at a German high school and you're listening to the Laughing Learning Podcast. For more details about the channel, please check out the trailer where you will be provided all you need to get you going. I'm that unorganized that I don't even know where to start this episode because there are so many different aspects that in some way are influenced by this one trait of mine that I really don't know what to begin with. Maybe it does make sense to start with the most obvious one or at least the one that I mentioned indirectly a few seconds ago, which is this early burly in mind and I hope that early burly is an actual English term. I once read it somewhere and I absolutely love it. But it just doesn't sound like a real English word, you know? A few minutes in and I'm already off-road. This is going to be interesting. Anyway, back to the topic. I did a tiny little research and I will link you an interesting article that is based on a dozen of other research papers, so if you're interested, please have a go. But it is evident that being surrounded by mess and living in such an uncluttered environment does have a negative effect on our mental health. I dare to say that many of the let's call them negative thoughts spinning wheels I have are caused by the chaos in my room, which in my case leads to this overwhelming feeling of having too much to do that kind of freezes me so that I'm unable to do anything and I only make things worse as my time vanishes and never comes back and I could keep spinning, but I think you get the point. And it's not that I wasn't aware of this, and in fact I've been wanting to improve for several years by now. The problem is that once I start decluttering, I empty drawer after drawer and then don't put everything back where it belongs, creating more chaos than before. Probably it wouldn't be bad if I only empty little spaces at a time, at least I wouldn't have everything lying around. That's probably the best solution. The thing is, I have a solution, I simply don't apply it and I don't get it. It can't be that complicated, right? I do accomplish to tidy up my room every once in a while, but it doesn't last for longer than a few days. Now, as we already mentioned, having a clear space automatically translates into having a clear mind. Tidy environment, clear mind. Cluttered environment, cluttered mind. And it's incredible to see the shift between those two states, like somebody would press a button. This doesn't solve the issue though, because we still don't know how to be more organized or how to develop the habit of organizing. And if this sounds familiar to you, it's probably because I think this is the podcast with most episodes about creating habits, but they are just so convenient, aren't they? I mean, it's pretty easy to explain why. Is it easier to do 5 minutes of chores a day for 7 days a week or 1 hour on a weekend? Would you rather study 5 minutes a day or 1 hour? Habits are made to make life easier in the long run, not the short run. Before they actually give us our time back, we first have to put a lot more in than we would need to just complete our tasks and that's where we all struggle sooner or later. 
there's this very famous book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is the book when it comes to building up habits and understanding the science behind them. And I read it quite a while ago, but it still resonates with me, and especially one rule that still helps me a lot, which is to remove and add friction to the right spots. Let's take our clothes, for example. I think we're all familiar with the piles of clothes everywhere in our room. Why don't we just hang them back in the closet? Because it takes up time, or at least it takes up more time and energy than leaving them somewhere casually. We follow the rules of nature as everybody else. We always go for the easiest, less energy-consuming way. Now, if we could make the action hanging up clothes faster and easier than leaving them somewhere, our natural instinct will do the rest. Of course, we can turn this around and make the undesired action more difficult, which isn't really applicable to our example, or at least I don't know how to avoid piling up clothes, but what does actually help me is making the bed. You know the feeling when you spend hours making your bed because you struggle with the sheets and then try not to touch your bed anymore just so that it stays clean? This feeling of anxiety and fear can be quite a good reverse motivator as well. I think though that if you're like me, you will also struggle finding ways to force yourself to clean up and be organized. No matter how bad the consequences, I feel like it won't change a thing about my behavior. Making it easier does actually make me more organized, though it's something I can commit to that is more pleasant than the other option and where I instantly get rewarded. I'm looking at the problem from the positive side, I think that does make a difference to some people, but as always, feel free to test out both, you never know, maybe avoiding the negative consequences is just what you need. For me, it's just hard to think about negative consequences in the future if I don't do something now in the present moment. Long story short, I'd probably rather go for instant happiness in form of doing something in a more enjoyable way than doing something else because I have to avoid something in order to prevent consequences that still have to come. That wasn't short, but hopefully it made sense. And once again, I'm not James Clear, I'd love to be, but I'm not. I'm learning from him, so let's see where it's going to bring me. This episode is simply made for you to join the process if you like or just watch me in this process and realize that I'm also a human and also don't do everything right. We've been talking about our room the whole time, but what about the rest? Clear space, clear mind, let's remember that because the next example shows this concept perfectly. If you use an iPad or tablet at school, you probably know the convenience of not having to carry your notebooks and having everything nice and tidy into a folder with a thousand different colors for each subject and stuff like that. Well, I don't know how it feels. I did use my laptop for a while, but honestly, I was even more unorganized than before. Files lying in random folders, if I stored them in any folder, she's lying around because I couldn't scan them, it was a real mess. Now you're probably asking, is it just hate towards people who use an iPad? Does she have to prove that you can also do it without? Absolutely not. I would sound like those who always have to remind us that life back then was much harder and we shouldn't complain, which, to be honest, would be worth an episode on its own. But anyway, I'm not sharing this to sound like I was something better because I still use paper in school. I just don't want to repeat the mistake to hop on a trend just for the sake of being like the others and then suffering from it. 
I see a lot of people that are just more efficient and productive with an iPad and I totally get that. But if I'm more unorganized than before, why should I continue using this method? Probably I will also switch to digital at some point when it's going to be more classes and more notes to take. But right now, paper does the job perfectly. I can still study from it and take notes in class. And yeah, it, this actually sounds like the I can still do it sentence. I'm sorry. Maybe I just missed the times where doing back to school DIY was completely in, although it never turned out like the original or the fancy stationery that just didn't work. Like, where did those times go? Why did time pass so fast? I really started up that this episode is going anywhere, but isn't it the essence of this episode? I'm not an organized person, nor do I speak or think in a linear way. Sometimes it's quite useful to spark creativity, sometimes it's rather awful when I'm trying to write down an answer in a test. There's definitely some room for improvement. I think we can agree on that. Although we talked about a few methods in today's episode, there are of course several others out there that are just waiting to be explored. And with this, we're going to end this episode. Thanks so much for listening till the end. If you did like this episode, please share and subscribe to this channel. You will find all the links down below that you need to stay up to date with what's going on here. Sometimes I'm a little bit off simply because school is taking up a lot more time than I wish it would take up. And yeah, we're just trying to make the best out of it and enjoy the few episodes that come out every once in a month, unfortunately, but now. Anyway, if you did enjoy this episode, please share it, leave me a review, a feedback, whatever. I really appreciate it. And yeah, that's it. I think I did say everything I wanted to mention. I hope that you have a wonderful day, a wonderful night, whenever you're listening to this. And we're going to catch up on each other next time. See you there.